From the Ron McKeefery Podcast Network, I'm Isaiah Castilleja, and this is Iron Game Chalk Talk 2.0. In this special 100th episode of Iron Game Chalk Talk 2.0, we have a guest host, Coach Isaiah Gonzalez of the University of Texas Longhorns football program. He'll be interviewing me, Coach Isaiah Castilleja at the Colorado School of Mines. In this episode of Iron Game Chalk Talk 2.0, I talk about my path of making it the big time where I'm at, how my internship program came to be, and why you should always work towards mastering the craft of strength conditioning. This is a very special 100th episode you don't want to miss. The Iron Game Chalk Talk 2.0 podcast is brought to you by Play. Listen in on a conversation with Play's Global Director of Performance and Education, Coach Mike Buley. Coach Buley describes the vision of how Play will continue to be the company that will propel the innovation of the strength and conditioning profession forward. Well, after 22 years of, of coaching, I've learned that connection trumps communication and that it's not enough for coaches to know that you care. And I think you got to take that a step further. They need to experience that you care. And I've always been a coach that tried to be more tra uh, transformational than transactional. And so with that awareness in mind too, I always enjoyed working and learning and talking to other people and, and coaches and developing that camaraderie. I've always made myself available to the community because I remember how hard it was too to try to get a crack into this this profession. And, and uh, I promised myself if ever I was given a shot, I would never take advantage of that. I always allow myself to uh, help other people uh, chase their dreams in this profession. It's been very good to me. Play is a company that will help your strength conditioning program find solutions for all your needs. Review second best and check them out at play.us for more information. If you're a strength coach or trainer and tired of using Excel, then you need to check out Team Builder. You already know who they are. Team Builder is the online strength conditioning software for strength coaches and personal trainers. No matter what your setting is or how many athletes you're training, you can log into Team Builder and write programs, build questionnaires, and access athlete and client performance data. Go completely paperless and program through Team Builder's TV mode, their weight review function, or the mobile app that comes free with every subscription. Start your 14-day trial for free today by using the promo code CHALK, that's promo code C-H-A-L-K, to become part of the hashtag Team Builder Nation alongside with six NCAA national champions, three NCAA runner-ups, Super Bowl champions, and many other championship teams. With affordable subscriptions for personal trainers to personal organizations and professional organizations, everything in between, Team Builder is a company that puts the customer first. If you're still not convinced, schedule a 30-minute demo with Team Builder Expert on teambuilder.com and see what they could offer you. Hewitt and the staff at Team Builder are standout individuals and their product is phenomenal. Check them out. 
Welcome back, everybody. It's another episode of Iron Game Chalk Talk 2.0. Today, I am joined by Coach Isaiah Gonzalez. He's an assistant performance coach at the University of Texas. Prior to this, he was an assistant performance coach and director of football sports science at the University of California, California Berkeley. He's also had stops at Seattle University, Washington, University of Washington, University of New Mexico, and University of Louisville. Welcome to the podcast again, Coach. Oh, man. Thanks for having me. It's always a pleasure to be on with you and get to talk shop. And this is a great opportunity and a great platform. So I'm honored to be here again. Yeah, no doubt. And we're going to do something a little different today. I'm going to get put in the hot seat and Coach Gonzalez is going to interview me. I know uh, it happened previously with Coach Ron McKeefe and Don Boucher. So um, I figured we'd keep the keep the tradition alive with our 100th episode here. And and he's going to ask me some questions and we're going to talk shop. Yeah, man, I think this is going to be really cool. Um, I know Donnell and Coach Mack did that, and I was like, I, I know you and I talked about it from the first time we were on, and we'd be like, hey, you know, you keep this thing going. Let's let's flip it. Let's do another Isaiah to Isaiah Connect and make a 100 episode, a little special edition. So I think, Coach, if you want to get started, um, you're always in, in this spot, so I think it's good for, you know, all your listeners to kind of break down your path, how you got to where you are now, what – stops you had in your career and you know quick rundown yeah no doubt and uh i was lucky enough to start my career at a, a place called landau performance with um uh lauren landau he is now the head strength and conditioning coach for the denver broncos and um prior to that he had his own he still has his own private business and it it was uh, everything I could ask for working with Lauren and it was during the, I think 2011 NFL lockout. So a lot of the Denver Broncos were doing what would have been their, their work over the summer at, you know, at the headquarters, they're working out with Lauren. So we had a big group of NFL players and um, it was, it was pretty cool seeing like NFL, like dudes, that I've only seen on TV. And then he also had uh, Missy Franklin. Um, she's a prolific swimmer. And it was right before she blew up at uh, in London and got all those gold medals. Uh, and he also has a whole bunch of UFC athletes. It was just really cool to, I mean, right out of my undergrad, be right working with NFL and Olympic and UFC athletes. It was, it was awesome. And uh, so I started out at Landau Performance and then, I was the head strength conditioning coach at uh, high altitude martial arts, working with some of their pro and amateur fighters and getting them ready. And uh, it wasn't much like a lot of these um, MMA places are pretty bare bones, but man, I loved it. It was good people that being in that, you know, Brazilian jujitsu, kickboxing, boxing, just being in that realm, seeing that kind of discipline and seeing that family, you know, it was pretty cool. But I think, my calling or my passion has always been for collegiate sports. So I happened to get back to Colorado school. My, my first stop at Colorado school of mines was 10 years ago. And I learned how to take, cause Lauren's not much of a yeller and he's very, he thinks about it. You can tell it's very well thought out and he's big on biomechanics. And even though like some of our NFL groups got, you know, 20 or 30 big, um, is mostly, you know, small group at the time where he was at and going to mines. It was my first, you know, 
shot at the collegiate realm and seeing groups of 60 to 80, you know, football players and just all a whole bunch of different teams. So I learned to take all the science that Lauren instilled and he's big on anatomy and kinesiology. So I took all that and I was able to distill it into a, a collegiate program. And a guy named Adam Long there, he's who the one who taught me how to coach, you know, Lauren taught me how to plan and how to, just be authentic to you and how to really use science. But Adam Long taught me how to, it's different when you got a whole bunch of football players, like on the team there for the summer workouts and you're just trying to, you know, create that buy-in. So it was, it was awesome working with uh, Adam Long. And I was lucky enough to go to the university of Colorado, worked with football and track and field and uh, the track and field team. They're prolific. They're national champion uh, cross country and that cross country team did go in the weight room a lot. So it was, it was awesome. I, you know, again, I was, I was young and dumb, so I'd never seen cross country before. So they, uh, man, my first cross country race, like they smoked everybody. And then like the women's side of thing, I just remember like one of our runners, like she hauled ass to get to the finish line, crossed it and placed really well, threw up, wiped her face and just like kept walking. I was like, well, I don't know what the hell did I just come into, but it, it, it was pretty awesome working with, uh, with all the track athletes. And then we were, we worked with football. We didn't do too well. Um, and so I was there for John Embry and Malcolm Blacken and Steve Englehart. And then within a year, we, well, they, all got fired and brought in Mike McIntyre and worked with a guy named Dave Foreman. And I was there for his uh, first spring ball and everything. And it was a unique transition. You know, I definitely got to see the, uh, the other side of the sport that, or the other side of professional where we always talk about, you know, like I had, I had, I remember most of the, like the head guys and like the top assistants, they got fired on December 12th and we didn't know if we had a job until like January 6th. And I, and I was like, you know, for me, I'm like, I was just about to get married to my wife and it was just me and her. So I was like, you know, I could bounce back, but I was like, some of these dudes have, you know, family and kids. So I was like, this is nuts. So that was my first taste of that transition. And then, uh, yeah, I was lucky enough to have, a friend of mine from undergrad, he became uh, assistant basketball coach at MSU Denver. And he called me over and he's like, I don't want to run. The, I don't want to run the strength conditioning program. He's like, I got too much to do if you want to come over and take it over. And I did. And uh, it was, uh, I spent eight years there as the head strength coach and I was the first one. So it had its own uh, difficulties, but it, it was very, very rewarding at the start to get it up and going. That's how I first met Ron McKeefrey and even House and um, my Brandon Marcello, the founder of Exos. Like I was listening to the original Iron Game Chalk Talk podcast, and I was like, "Man, this is tough." Like I, at the time of D in D two, there wasn't a lot of head strength coaches, but they were starting to. So I was like one of the first ones. And when I got there, it's just P90X and insanity workouts. And they had personal trainers for all the teams, but you know, I had to come in and it was difficult because everywhere I'd been previously, that culture had been established. Like this is the weight room. This is how it's ran. But at, at Metro it's wasn't the case. So, uh, you know, I remember listening to Rodney Keefrey and 
and his interview with Joe Ken and a lot of his interviews always making it big time where you're at. And I know how said like the most important job is the one you have right now. Cause it, it definitely, you can get caught up in the like grass is always greener. I was like, I'll just take this job until something big opens up. Um, and I just remember I slid into a Ron McKeefrey's Twitter DM because Instagram wasn't really on and popping like it is now. So, and I found the Twitter DM and I was, we were kind of joking about it because I just slid into his DM. And my big thing was like, I'm going to listen to all these big time head coach, head strength coaches. And I was like, look, I'm going to, I'm going to call you out on your shit. Like if you are not about that life. They're always saying like, contact us. Well, they were there to help you. I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to do it. And I got some real questions. And luckily they all did. Like they all answered that call and even Ron McKeefer. And he was like, you know, make it big where it's at. And like, just trust the process and everything. I was like, right, I'm, I'm going to go for it. I'm a full send. And uh, even like Brandon Marcello, like he called me when he was getting on the plane. I think he was still at Stanford then and he was traveling to Stanford softball. Um, and he was like, look, I'm about to jump on a plane, but call me, I'm in the airport. And I was like, Oh shoot. Like I'm gonna call him Brandon Marcel. So called him up and you know, one big thing he told me, was like, just, I don't know. I was young. I was probably 26. So I was 26 and I was full of piss and vinegar and I was ready to take on the whole, the whole department. Like this is strength condition, just to how it has to be. And he was like, no, that's, you don't go in with shock and all you go in there and work with the admin, you work with all the coaches and develop some. Cause he's like the last thing you want is to like create enemies. And uh, so I calmed down and I remember listening talking to house even, and you know, all those big guys answered the call and they're like, just make it big where you're at and just trust that it'll work out well. So um, that's exactly what I did. And then um, yeah, I was there for eight years and needed a, uh, I think I was finally got to a point where I wasn't so stubborn. I was ready for a change of scenery and, uh, and lucky, luckily enough, uh, the Colorado school of mines had a spot open and I knew when I was there 10 years ago, cause I remember when we all kind of got let go at CU, I called the old head strength coach at mines. I was like, Hey, I want to come back. Like <laughs> this was, uh, my, my dive into the power five was, it was needed, but I was like, I, I think we had something good there and he had taken off at the time. So, um, one of the former players became the head strength coach there and we've, we, we, we got close. We were colleagues and stuff. So we, I visited him a lot cause he's right up the road and they had a spot open up and now I'm at mines and, you know, it's, uh, it's amazing. Like, you know, the, our AD, um, was an old football coach at Northwestern and he was also at Colorado. Um, so he understood. And I think he, he worked a lot with, um, with a lot of the head coaches because, and he understood the role of the, a good strength coach and how important that could be. So luckily, uh, he's very supportive of both me and, and the, our head football strength coach and the leader of our sports science, uh, Trevor Florendo, and he's our head strength coach. He's supportive of both of us. And he's just, I'm so used to putting up a fight for everything I had. Like every time I ask him for something, I have a full PowerPoint and that's probably like a little bit of my business side coming through. And like I have full PowerPoint, everything ready. And he's like, okay, like just, get the money and go. So it's, it's really cool to have some of that supporting. And then, uh, 
Yeah, man, we win it. We win and the athletes are just chill because I don't know where they find these freaks in nature. Like these athletes are like they're athletes, but they're also geniuses. So it, they're a bunch of engineers. So it's it's really cool. And they're very disciplined athletes just to be a student at Mines and be an engineer. And they're worrying about differential equations and Calc 5 and quantum mechanics. And so and they just come they their workouts are like their stress relief, but they also I mean it's not a, I don't get a lot of questions of like, why are we do? I don't want to do this. It's more of a, like, what's the mechanics of this? Like they they want to know the science behind it. So luck it keeps me on my toes so I can, you know, give them a little bit of science, but um, yeah, man, I'm just, uh, I celebrated my first full year here a couple of weeks ago and um, very excited for everything we got going on. All right. So you spent eight years at MSU Denver. And then you've transitioned now, right? Because you were a director, you built your department. Now you take the job at Mines as an assistant. What's your current role within the staff? And then what are your sport responsibilities in that? Yeah, it was it was interesting. It was interesting. And there was that one brief moment, like you're a head strength coach, like you shouldn't be go being an assistant, but um I got over it real quick. It was just a good transition for me. And um and I always, we've been pretty candid with Trevor, our, our head strength coach. And um, he's, he told me right when I was interviewing and right when I got the job, he's like, I don't, I'm not going to babysit you. I don't want to like, you're strictly here to run this whole program and be the face of it. So he, he can, he's really, he's a smart guy and he's an engineer by trade. He played football at mine. So he's a chemical engineer, I believe, and he's working on his PhD. So he and he has a, a bio performance lab, which is you know outstanding. He's got the force plates and all the involved isometric stuff and running all that. You know, you you know what it's like to be in sports science. So he's got all that and he can, you know, program the hell out of a football team. So he's like just handle everything else. So um my role is I'll assist with football. I've been lucky enough to work with I've been like programming for the bigs and like helping the bigs, you know, turn into monsters and stuff. And, and Doe keeps everybody nice and speedy and we'll play, have that play to our advantage. And then I'll program and run uh, baseball, men's and women's basketball, um, you know, uh, swimming track, uh, swimming and wrestling. And then, um, you know, basically fill in wherever else we need. We've been lucky enough to grow our staff too. So we got two more coaches coming on. So they're going to shoulder some of the load with the rest of the teams. But um, I still help help out with all the other teams, but mostly manage the men's and women's basketball, swimming, wrestling, and, and baseball, and then help out with the bigs and football. Still the full slate. Still the full slate, working. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it keeps, it keeps me honest, but luckily uh, – with the addition of our new coaches, um, it'll spread it out a little bit. Like I said, uh, full blown, uh, administrative support. And, uh, you know, I'm trying to create a strength coach utopia here and, uh, you know, just trying to, and then, like I said, I run the intern program and, um, just trying to make it a uh, big where I'm at. And it seems like mines is the one place where everything's makes sense. And they, they they understand the hard work needed to get there. We'll be right back. 
Woodway is a company that has been designing and building treadmills and equipment for the long run since 1974. Each of their treadmills is designed with the revolutionary slat belt running surface, which is both lightweight and durable. It is specifically designed to absorb energy at the point of impact, eliminating harmful shock to joints and connective tissues. 100% of the NFL, NBA, and MLB teams and 60% of NHL teams utilize Woodway products to optimize their training. Woodway's curved treadmill was released in 2009 and boasts a completely self-powered manual training experience that does not require any electricity. This unique piece of equipment allows athletes to run at any pace they choose and burn up to 30% more calories than the regular treadmill. Other unique offerings from Woodway include the Curve Trainer, Curve XL, Forefront, and Pro Treadmills. Each treadmill offers features that are fit for every athlete. The silent and energy efficient product from Woodway has resulted in 50% electricity savings for owners. If you're looking for equipment that is built to last and will improve and provide each of your athletes an experience like no other, check out Woodway today at woodway.com. So speaking of the internship program, you've established a pretty successful internship program. You've cranked out a number of young coaches to all kinds of different schools over the years. What is, what's the driving force behind that program? What's what, why are you doing that? Why is that kind of, it's kind of become, I don't want to may say your niche, but you're definitely known for your program and the coach come out. No doubt. Yeah. So when I first started at Metro, I was young and dumb, man. I, I did some, boneheaded mistakes but i was a very i'm i'm pretty smart like i don't want my insane like i'm smart and i i knew how hard work because i didn't get started in the field till i was 25 or 26 i was a little older and i owned a couple businesses before that were pretty successful so my mindset was already locked and i was i was i knew what i was about like at 23 when i went back to school to be a strength coach i was like look like don't there's nothing you can do to stop me i finished four years of undergrad and two years with like a 4.0 gpa and then when i got my master's i was i was accelerated so i had what i think most young strength coaches have and i'm not talking about young in age because like i said i was older but just young in the profession is like i could handle everything and i could do it all and at the time at metro i had all 16 teams to myself and we didn't have a new varsity weight room at the time. So we'd only be allowed to train athletes from like five or four 30 in the morning till about eight in the morning. And then classes would be taught like uh, group exercise classes and everything would be taught in the same weight room as us until two or three in the afternoon. And then we'd finish up the teams from three to six. And it was all me. And I even taught those classes. So I was literally just in the same weight room from like four 30 in the morning till six o'clock at night, you know, and, um, you know, I thought I was earning my stripes, you know, you hear all the other coaches, you know, working the way up in the field, but, um, man, it was, it was rough. I learned real quick there. I was like, I cannot do this by myself. Like this is, yeah, I almost had a mental break. I was like, for like a whole year, I was like, you know, luckily, like I said, I didn't have any kids. Like I was married at the time. I'm still married, but we were married and my wife was working her job, but I still, I was like, I want to hang out with you and, and see her. So it was, it was tough. So 
eventually I just told admin, I was like, I need interns. Cause I remember mostly my internship with Lauren and how much he spent time on teaching us everything that he knew and then just seeing if we can apply what we knew. So I just told admin, I was like, I need interns. Like at the time I just needed a pulse to help me clean up or warm up teams just so I don't die. And um, so I got my first group of interns and uh, it was, it was rough. Luckily it was over the summer. So it was pretty laid back, but I was like, man, like, this is interns to me and they still are when they first start almost like a new team. Like it's just a lot of responsibilities, a lot of stuff can go wrong and we have varying levels of experience and everything. Um, but just the situation I had 16 teams. I was like, I need you guys to operate as a full blown assistant within a couple of weeks. Like I, I have no choice. Cause if you don't like either you're going to quit or like, we're going to all sink. Cause you know, you're a direct reflection of me. So, uh, I just, I knew that I was a good intern and I just took my mindset of when I was an intern and then everything I've learned from all my experiences and I threw it all into a curriculum. And that's one thing I always tell, uh, my, my current interns is like, you're more than a glorified janitor. You're not just going to show up, and clean and just sit there like it's expected of you because I need help cleaning and like I'll help clean and whatnot, but like you're going to clean, but I expect you all to be full functioning assistant coaches within a couple months. And, you know, I taught myself the interview process, um, you know, and I, I, I combined what I knew from the business world and what I, and I eventually went and got an MBA after I got my kinesiology master's. I went and got an MBA to learn how to fundraise and everything. And so I combined everything I'm learning from the business world and everything that I've learned from all the mistakes I made. And I was like, you all have to be a full-blown assistant strength coach. And a lot of it goes into, I would present a lot on programming and it's not what I prefer. I'm just going to give you the top five types of programming you're likely going to see in a collegiate setting. So you may not like it or you may not be very proficient at it, but if you walked into some, a program running a triphasic tier system, you'll know what it looks like. You know what to expect, or if they're running a five, three, one, you've at least seen it. And, um, yeah, I always make the interns stay with me on the long days. So I was like, you just, I don't want to romanticize what we do at all. Like it's cool to wear all of the gear and be on the sidelines. And um, I see those cool pictures that they take of you all the time at <laughs> practice and stuff, but you know, it, it's, I want to make sure they don't get caught up in that and they do it for the wrong reason. Like the, the very, this unglamorized version of what we do and the hard work that goes into it. And I expect them to, and I'd always throw them in a situation where they can apply what they learned. Like we have a coaching gauntlet or I just literally have like a deck of cards and I have, you know, some of the stuff that typically happens, like the team's running late, they're running 15 minutes late. You got another team coming in and at the hour. So what are you going to do? Like, are you going to do your full blown warm up and then try to, uh, try to run your full workout when you only have 45 minutes or, one, the one team got caught partying and the te their coach made him run um, 
you know, gassers at the end and they just come in, you have a leg day ready, but they just ran, you know, one twenties, like, what are you going to do? You're going to really force them to go like back squat or, um, I've had athletes pass out cause you know, they're trying to lose weight and they didn't, you know, feel themselves. So they get lightheaded or throw up just anything that I've seen happen in the weight room. I just put in the deck cards that, and the intern, I, I don't tell them that yet. I just tell the intern, like, all right, Isaiah, like you're going to program for the whole week and you're going to take your, the rest of the interns through the workout, like your team. And then when they get ready, I was like, all right, here's the deck of cards. They pull them. And then like, it might say like, uh, Jordan, you're going to be the athlete that passes out. So I was like, you know, give it about five minutes in the middle of the warm up. You start getting lightheaded and you have to lay down just to throw the whole kitchen sink. And it's just stuff that's happened to me. And I'm sure it's happened to you and any other coach. Like when you're just, you know, I, I imagine when you're at Seattle, you, you had a whole bunch of teams and you're just like, you know, just stuff never goes according to plan. So I'm trying to teach them like, Hey, have your plan a, but have your plan B, have your plan C and just expect whatever can go wrong will. And if something goes right, then, Hey, cool. Like at least you can say you're ready. And, uh, but that's been the crux of it is I need my interns to be operating as assistants. So I give them every piece of knowledge that I have. And then I teach them how to apply that knowledge. And then we, like we most recently did, uh, an interview process. So I teach them how to dress up because a lot of these boneheads don't even know how to like put a tie on or anything. They're like, look, dress the part, you know, like, especially when these big interviews come up for like your dream job, like you're going to want to look good and know how to put together a portfolio make sure your resumes match up and do all that. And luckily it's been to the point where, you know, I got coaches I've never even met before. They're just like, Hey, do you have anybody any, any interns want to come do a GA or I need a part-time assistant and send them our way. So it's been, it's been pretty good, but the whole crux of everything is, it was me versus hundreds and I needed help. So I needed, I need, I need these, these guys and, and girls to be coaches and full blown coaches within a matter of a few weeks, whether they liked it or not. Nice, man. Um, so what is the, you've got all these coaches coming in, you're, you're basically training them to be an intern to a full blown assistant coach or help relieve some of the stress you got on the day to day basis. What are some of the trends you're seeing with a lot of these young coaches coming into the game? That's, that's good. So it's been like two edit, a two edged sword. I've seen a lot now. <sighs> You know, a lot of coaches that would, they would call themselves older in their late twenties, maybe in their early thirties, trying to like start. And they just, it was definitely one of those things where, I mean, it could have been personal training or anything, but they're just looking for something a little bit more, but I'm also seeing what the young, younger kids come in and both is an equal playing field because a lot of our exercise science doesn't teach strength and conditioning. It's just exercise science and it's no fault of their own because they're training personal trainers or preoccupational therapists, pre-PTs. Like they could do a whole bunch of different things with that exercise science degree. So uh, what I'm seeing is, yeah, I mean, they're, they're typically they could take on the world. And I was my big thing in, in the internship. I was like, there's more than one of you. 
So you guys need to click up and work together because it's a lot easier when you have peers that are there to help you out versus if you're an individual, then you'll stand out and then all eyes are on you. So, um, I mean, the, the big trend is the, I think the biggest thing is it's been the frustration with the interns that their application of their knowledge, they didn't get taught that. And I was like, that's what you do to intern. And, um, and that's why, I mean, everything I learned about strength and conditioning, I learned from being on staffs of other people and then my internships and then just reading and just teaching them like just to calm down and shit like this not linear. Like I thought I was going to go, I started out working with the NFL athletes. I thought I was going to stay there. And then I went D2, D1, power five. And I was like, I'm gonna get back to league. And then like, it just doesn't work that way. I'm just like, look, it's just take it all in stride. And, um, it life's not linear and it takes time. It takes a lot of time to get to where you want and just focus on, not mastering our craft. Cause I don't think I've mastered our craft yet, but it's just always work towards mastering the craft and, you know, and enjoy where you're at. Cause I think a lot of younger strength coaches or coaches that went on to go bigger and better. And when I talk to them now, there's, they wish they could have enjoyed that moment when your first internship or even a second semester internship or your GA just, they wish they would enjoy to been where they're at a little bit more versus always looking to get out and try to be that next big um, head strength coach. Perch delivers velocity-based training, no strings attached. Perch was engineered at MIT and uses compact 3D cameras to monitor and manage weight room performance without being a distraction. Perch is a VBT built for the 21st century. Attach Perch to any weight rack in minutes. While you lift, Perch uses cameras to passively collect velocity and power data, output in real time, and store in post-workout analysis. Perch is a revolutionary and innovative sports technology device that enhances workouts, reduces injuries, and saves time. Perch works with every level organization from the NFL, the NBA, the MLB, the military, D1 through high school, the private sector, and the home gym. Perch is portable, easy to install, and intuitive to use, making it ideal for every facility and every training goal. No more pre-workout setup, no more wearables, no more broken strings. Set Perch up once, optimize every rep, every set, and every training session. Train with increased precision and measure and manage your progress every step of the way. For exclusive deals and offers, head to perch.fit slash chalk. Again, that's perch.fit slash chalk to check out deals, exclusive offers, and see how Perch can help take your program to the next level. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Being a strength coach is difficult. And someone once said on our podcast, we pour so much into helping our athletes become better but we forget who's pouring back into us to help us become better. Without a healthy mind coaching on the floor, programming and maintaining the juggling act that we call life can be difficult. The good news is the therapists at BetterHelp are here to help you. 
Therapy can be whatever we want it to be. Maybe you need the tools to help you keep motivated, or maybe you're feeling burnt out from long days in the weight room, or you just need someone to talk to. BetterHelp is a customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist at a time that works for you. We have a very busy schedule as a strength coach, and the last thing we need to do is be driving to an office and sitting in a waiting room. Simply log into your account and message or speak to your therapist from anywhere at a time that works for you. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. BetterHelp also assesses your needs and will match you with one of over 20,000 therapists in their network. Join the millions of people who are seeing what online therapy is really about. It's always a good time to invest in yourself and make your mind your best asset. We train to keep our bodies strong and resilient. Now it's time to invest in our mental health too. And as a special offer to Iron Game Chalk Talk 2.0 listeners, you can get 10% off your month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com slash chalk. That's betterhelp.com slash C-H-A-L-K. And thanks again for BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Thanks everyone for listening. Thank you to our great guests for taking the time to share their experiences. Thank you to Play and Team Builder for being great companies that help our profession. And most importantly, thank you, the listeners. Please find us on social media at Iron Game Chalk Talk 2.0. Find our show notes on wherever you listen to your podcast. Leave us a rating, comment, and subscribe. And don't forget to say hi. It's great to hear from coaches from around the country. Talk to you all next week on another episode of Iron Game Chalk Talk 2.0.